Yeah. Um, live it, breathe it, life it. That leads me into my final film review for the night, everybody. Did we, did we get a sli- How many slices did we give? Oh, gosh. Let's cut, that, <laughs> let's cut that whole last part, the jumping at the nips. You can keep the jumping at the nips, but, like, not. It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV, too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 95 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Dennis, I gotta thank you for keeping the toast nice and toasty and fucking buttery last week all by yourself. Oh, of course, sir. I'm glad I was able to keep it toasted, keep it alive. That's all right. That's just how the show goes. We just gotta keep bringing it to you. Folks, we always got the reviews for you. Uh, Tall or short stack, there's gonna be some toast for you to get through. Do you like like all that bread? Was that too much? It It was a lot of bread. Oh, oh, too, too much, too much bread. Yeah, I'm like, oh God, gonna shut the fuck up. This is a 20 minute episode. What, what, God, dragging on? No, no, it was, it was good, nice, good stuff. Nice. Uh, well, well, you folks. were doing that. I was, I, I was out and about, man. Like, I went to a barcade. You, you, you ever see an arcade version of Die Hard? I'd never seen this before, man. I, pl- I put a lot of coins in this machine. Oh no, that sounds like fun though. Yeah, was yeah, it like a, it was, it is was it a light awesome. gun shooter or is it a? It's it's kind of like a, a scrolling game. Like you pick, it's like an old like pick up weapons. You can use them, but you just kind of kick and punch and whatnot. Oh, and nice! Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, low five, but it was great. I, I was I was very. Oh, and then I uh, played a little bit of the Jurassic Park pinball m- machine. And I loved it. We yeah, Wayne Knight right in the middle of it. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh boy. You just but play a Wayne Knight uh, pinball machine, I would, though. The shit of any Wayne Knight, anything, yeah. If we put Wayne Knight on it, man. I, I'll probably go. Maybe not a glory hole, but uh, <laughs> the Wayne yeah, Knight glory it, hole. <laughs> it's just a picture of his face. Down on your side of the wall. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't play that one, but uh, almost anything else. Good. Good. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I realized I, I was at a bachelor party with my uh, high school friends and everybody uh, back here. Um, I realized my friends don't listen to this show because they're asking me, like, oh, what about this movie? What about that? And then one friend's like, you, you never have a good review for any movies. You like movies, but you, you say a lot of them suck. I'm like, well, you, clearly you don't want to listen to my podcast. You'd hear me give some good reviews. So uh, that was that was a sad reality. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't listen, but it's like uh, there's a little hope that some some listened. Although I did uh, one of our mutual friends, a uh, guest uh, host uh, and uh, Toasty on a Toasty talk, uh Rick uh, informed me uh, he, he was excited to find out about that uh, Regal uh, Sherman Oaks. And he told me there's also a new AMC over in uh, where the hell is it? Uh, that that area in Porter Ranch. Porter Ranch has oh. a new AMC. It's even better than Fallbrook, nice. he says. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, badass. Yeah. Well, there we go. So at least someone we know listens. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> appreciate you, bud. Appreciate you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Keep on trucking. <laughs> Ten one, get with the lingo, little buddy. Uh, direct hit. Over and up. <laughs> over and up? I think it's over and out. It is, but I'm leaning into the. <laughs> the <gym. laughs> 
That was a yes uh, and, sir. You didn't. You didn't yes and. No, I can't yes and that. I can't. I, I tried. I'm sorry. Uh, but so what's what's going on with you, man? I told you all about my fun times. What's going on with you? How's, oh, just, how's life? I'm keeping busy. I was banging out a bunch of commercials this week. There was not a. Unfortunately, my my list of reviews is quite short due to the busyness. But I did still get a flick in. I got got our got our shows in for the week that we normally do, and uh, got to see a, a, a wrestler in person hold his own action figure. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> nice, nice. You want, okay? I was gonna say, do you want to talk about the wrestler? But uh, oh, I, I probably say. shouldn't. I probably shouldn't okay. yet until the until okay. the commercial's done, just to be safe. I'd rather not. Fair enough. Get, uh, <laughs> get okay, trouble. we're gonna play it safe. I uh, I ride my the film I've been on wrapped up, so I got this one last week of uh, work here, and then I gotta decide what I want to do next. I got a couple of different offers, so that's fun. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. See, m- multiple uh, offers, fielding multiple offers is always good. Yeah. That's it's it's you... just it's, it's choo- having to choose. Like I got another offer after ah. the, the two I told you about oh, earlier. Shit, like, oh, really? That one too. Yeah bigger thing than the other two oh damn but, uh, still waiting to hear if they're interested because they reached out to me and said send me a resume and i'm like i will so uh, we'll see. look at this fucking guy yeah, man fun times nice man yeah. congrats and then you'll talk to me in two weeks i'll be like i'm unemployed nobody wants me <laughs> you know who wants you the toasties that's who wants uh, you that's, oh, that's, that's right here kind of all right, right here on the show so, uh, I cut you off earlier. I think you were gonna you're gonna lead us into a new section of the show. I was there's there's this brand new segment of the show that we like to call polls. Polls. All right. <laughs> oh, sing it, Dennis. That was I. It's it's better if you just play the clip. Let's let's hit, hit us with it, Al. Polls. Fantastic song. I don't that know. Can you is. call it a, song? Is it a jingle? I don't even know what to consider that. Jingle. Is, is it a jangle? It's it's not a jingle jangle, I'll tell you that. that it's not that's a, a Christmas it's not a jingle thing. Jingle. All right, Dennis. Um last week I, I literally cheered and got excited when you were talking about fucking gunpowder milkshake. Because uh, uh, while I was on the bachelor party, I was like, some guys were like outside smoking stogies. And I'm like, I sat inside the hotel and watched like half of the movie, and I'm like Ah, oh, this is the life. Being in an AC air hotel room watching, but I didn't finish it, so I was excited to hear your review. Oh, nice. I did finish nice. it. I could review it this week, but I'm not because you did. Uh, but I wanted to know who our audience um, thought was the most badass lady in the film. No, nay, not just lady, badass person in the film. Out of Karen Gillan, Lena Headley, Angela Bassett, and Paul Giamatti. Oh, what do you go for? Uh, I really liked Lena Headey's character. She was she was badass. The ah, fuck, I don't know. But then everyone's pretty badass. Uh, maybe not. Not Paul Giamatti would be my choice. How about that? Okay, Sorry, Paul. All right, all right. Okay, fair enough. All right, so zero uh, percent. This surprised me. Karen Gillan. Zero percent. What? Come on! Right, she was pretty, 
fights in this film. So I yeah. don't know what people are talking about. I love about. that fight scene in the dentist office or the dentist office in the, uh, in the hospital. Office. Yeah. Oh, don't forget the bowling alley fight as well. Oh my God. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was great. Uh, apparently everyone else forgot. I don't know. Uh, then there's a uh, tie here. 25% for Lena and 25 for uh, Paul. So. Oh, right. wow. Yeah. All right. Go All figure. right. And Angela. That's a 50% for good old Angela. And uh, keeping go. that same theme alive here, I wanted to know um, what our audience's favorite action movie with a badass woman lead character was out of Alien, T2, Judgment Day, Kill Bill, and Mad Max Fury Road. Ooh, those are cool choices, though. Yeah. I love all these movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. Kill Bill's probably, I think I have to yeah. default to that just because that was the... Right, that movie struck me the first time I saw it. Uh, the others oh, did yeah. as well, but not the same way that that movie did. That's for sure. Okay, so Kill I'm Bill, gonna, I'm gonna you socks zero. Oh, yeah, Kill Bill for me, but uh, the audience is zero percent for Kill Bill. Bullshit. Zero <laughs> percent for Fury Road. Whoa. Yeah. So that I leaves us all been like. Oh really? Wow. It's that okay. Yeah. So, all right, hit me. 25 goes to Alien, 75 for Linda Hamill and T2 Judgment Day. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, she was a badass. I'll give her that. She was. Oh, absolutely. There's no denying there's any shortage of badasses in any of these films. Very it's more true. the what is your gut reaction? Like, what's your gut instinct? Yeah. But uh, I was with response. you, killed all the way. I mean, nice, not nice. only is uh, is is the bride a badass, but all the ladies she's fighting are badasses. So yes, yeah. Um, I, I gotta thank you last week for uh, waiting to do the Loki finale with me. Uh, oh, you could have done it man. without me. I down, but I mean, the show must go on. So I was I, I was the one who chose to go to bed early last week. But uh, before they announced anything about a season two, I wanted to know what our audience thought. If they were good with one great run, one good season, or if they needed more than one season of Loki. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, that's, that's an interesting dilemma because it's like, it, it, was, it was a good show. Do you just keep making it in order to appease an audience? Or do you let it be a, just the good show it was? And mm -hmm. it, that's it. You know, let it transition into the next phase. Don't yeah. uh, don't ruin it. Um, I can see the argument going both ways, though. Oh yeah. Um, so fourteen percent went went with I'm good with one great run, and okay. that left eighty six percent for I need more than one season. We want more. All right. Yes. I mean, I'll be honest. I would watch more. I'm not Hell saying yeah. there needs to. It needs to be there. Like no, the films will lead off from where they left but uh yeah it'd be nice to catch these people again i don't know we'll oh, get yeah. into that at the end of the show yes people, sir you yes, want to hear about the finale of loki season one which if you haven't seen by now what the hell are you doing with your life you're missing out but you're really missing we're out. gonna spoil the shit out of it for you later absolutely so don't listen to that if you haven't yet but please come <laughs> back once you have yeah so we we got a little bit of time here but uh Dennis, you want to do something that I'm... Oh, I'm jonesing for, man. Missing it. Do a little trivia? Yeah. Movies Ooh. trivia game. Let's yes. do it. Yes. 
That's the name of the game. If you guys ever want to play movie is trivia game, the most blandest title ever with about a good solid run of cards that love Billy Crystal movies. Yep. You're in they like adores Billy Crystal movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going a little uh, Meg Ryan and some John Goodman. You gotta. Uh, I can't talk shit about that. Um, but where where are we? Are we tied five five? Five to five, sir. Five to okay, fucking I... five. Ooh, all right. So I believe I won that last one, and you, you were did. already the victor of five. You all evened right. it up, yeah. All right. So hit me with a fucking comedy cartoon, please. Comedy cartoon. Oof. Good luck. Yeah, I don't need Wh- luck. Which Canadian actor is the voice of Charles Muntz in the animated movie Up? And there is no multiple choice. But I think you know this guy. <laughs> Canadian actor in Up? Who yes, plays sir. the old man? Ah, oh, God, yeah. I don't honestly know. I wanted to say Ed Asner, but I feel like Asner is not fucking Canadian. Um, uh, is the voice here? I'm gonna give you this. Is this should be a little bit of a hint? I'm gonna repeat a line of this. Nope, nope. Okay, Sh- fine. Okay. Which is the voice of Charles Muntz? Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, yeah, boy. Rick Moranis, even though he's not Canadian. <laughs> I'll stick with Ricky Moranis. Rick, Ricky Moranis. Ricky R- Morandi. All right. Well, I sir, that is not. Uh, it, the, the answer is Christopher Plummer. He is the voice of Charles Munson. He is he's the voice of the the villain guy who's flying the giant Zeppelin thing looking for the bird. He's like but the he's whole Canadian? point. I guess so. I thought he was like English. Movies trivia game seems to think he's Canadian. <laughs> Fair enough. Movies trivia game. All right. Fair enough. Fine. Boo. Movies trivia Ooh, game. I need luck. First <laughs> shot down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. <laughs> it all went to his head. <laughs> it, all, it happens. It's all good. Let's see what you got here, kid. All right. What are you looking uh, for? Hit me with that horror sci-fi. We're, we're staying. We're going to start off safe. What was George Lucas's first movie and inspiration for the 2005 movie The Island? Oh. Uh, fuck. Uh, THX 1138, whatever the fuck that thing's called. That is correct. Ha! All right. I'll take it. I feel like the question was worded very oddly. It's like, what? Well, I guess it's a two-parter. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Congrats, one to zero. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'll take a a horror sci-fi, I guess. The horror. Ooh, ooh. Oh, this is a good one. True or false? You're already off to a great start. I like that. I like those odds. True or false? Bruce Willis' character in The Sixth Sense is a child psychiatrist. No, that's true. Final answer. That is false. <laughs> he was a child psychologist, not a psychiatrist. Movies trivia game. Movies Fuck trivia you. game is is trying to do you dirty. Yeah, it's not lubing up beforehand. It's ju- just just bare knuckling it. Um, <laughs> uh, hit me with an action adventure, please, sir. Fuck you. True or false? Dave has no superpowers in Kick Ass. True. Fuck you. That's correct. Of course. <laughs> Why do they give you the easy? 
I'll take an action adventure as well. Let's let's do it. All right. Striking out three for three here. All right, sir. This is all you. You got this. What movie brought the claustrophobic nature of German U-boats to the world? U571. Uh, the, 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 the fucking, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to say U571. U571? That's your, 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 your answer? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not the film. The it Hunt is... for Red October. Snake no. Plissken goes down under. Nikhil's, Mikhail's Navy. McKay, it was not Mikhail's Navy. German, German U-boat. <laughs> um, oh. Das Boot. Das Boots. Das Boot. Yeah, the fuck boat. this game. Oh, man, I'm being such a sore loser today. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting my mind is blown right boat, boat, I, I've, I've never been this terrible. At least I got one. But, you know, it's good. It's humbling. As uh, Kendrick Lamar would say, bitch, be humble. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what can I do you for? How do you want to get that fourth point? Hit me with a comedy cartoon. Okay. All right. Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn, playing married lawyers at odds in the courtroom in what comedy? Adam's Rib. How? How do you know this? That's true. (laughs) That was a movie. That was a movie that was on in my house growing up. So I actually. Every time you have an obscured answer, you're like, thanks, mom. (laughs) Yep. Man. Damn, Thanks, Mom. dude. Adam's Rib. Ooh. Is it a good movie? I, it's like, I don't remember parts of it. I That's one I would like to go back and try to revisit just to... I, I would have an appreciation for it now, I feel. Huh. All right. That's cool. I'll, uh, I'll try <laughs> to get one point in with comedy <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> just... I'll try All to, right, try to so... claw my way to one point. Claw and scratching. Here you go. And then speaking of clawing and scratching, Nicole Kidman. Catwoman. <laughs> Nicole Kidman and Robin Williams provided voices for what animated movie about penguins? About penguins? Um, the only thing coming to my head is Happy Feet and Surf's Up, um, but neither of those sound correct. Farce of the Penguins, uh, the the good old comedy by Bob Saget, which is a parody of March of the Penguins. Yeah, screw it. I'll say Farce of the Penguins, knowing that's incorrect. I don't need no points this week. Oh man, you're just gonna just gonna burn it down, huh? Burn it, baby, burn it, burn it. The answer was Happy Feet. So oh, shit. you you were right the first the first guess. Yeah. Yeah, you win some, you lose a lot more. How do you want to win <laughs> oh, this one, man? Dennis? I, uh, it's like, don't I only have three? No, you got f- no, I have four, three, I four. Dang it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you got three. Yeah, you got three. That's what I'm <laughs> okay. Ooh, I'm still in it, baby. <laughs> All right. Give me a drama musical. I'm, I want to do the full tour. Way to brag. What 1994 movie has the line, Life is like a box of fucking chocolates. God damn it. This game is rigged. That's no, not rigged, ladies and gentlemen. We're on different Name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Is that your final? Oh, I was going to get you on the technicality. But yeah, <laughs> You're going to Come on. <laughs> You're going to be a bitch. So. 
You know what? Yeah. I'll run the gamut of getting a question wrong in every category. Drama musical for me as well, please. <laughs> All right. Here we go, sir. Happy Feet. <laughs> I believe it was in, a musical as well. In the Green Mile, who plays prison guard Paul Edgecombe? Who plays the prison guard Paul Edgecombe? Ed, Ed Harris? No, Tom Hanks. I get it. Tom Hanks. Loves Tom All Hanks. right. See, look at that. See, you got one. Everybody Never gets one. Never seen that one. movie, though. I haven't all the way either through. Uh, I haven't. I feel like it's a long one. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. It is. Stephen King, I believe, right? It's a Stephen King book? I believe so. I believe so. This, this game likes yeah. the Stephen King movies. Yeah. Well, As maybe well. it might like the next movie I might be working on then. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Intrigue. Yeah. Something spoopy up in New England. Oh, yeah. Some lots in Salem. It was a vampire. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a cat. Meow. Maybe a cranky old man in a bookstore. <laughs> Uh, maybe a car crash enduring a writer. <laughs> Cars don't do well in his in his books. That's for sure. No, except except if you're Christine, I think, or maximum overdrive your truck with a sweet ha fucking uh, fucking. I want to say hobgoblin, but it's not hobgoblin. It's fucking. What's the other goblin? I always get my goblins mixed up. Green goblin. Green goblin. Really? Damn. Yeah. Could Gordon Bombay is, isn't uh, the highlight of Maximum Overdrive. You don't think uh, you don't think the coach is the actual anchoring title in there. You think it's more uh, platoon. Platoon wins out yeah. on that. Okay, I think okay, so. interesting. Uh, My mind immediately goes I, I to. Like, I feel like I never seen it to be honest. Goes with to you. the Repo Man. Oh, I've seen parts of it. again. See, this is, folks, this is Movie Toast. We watch parts of movies and we talk about movies we've never seen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Apparently, that's what that's what we like to talk about. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, sir, I think I'm ready to seal the deal. Horror sci-fi. Yeah, why not horror sci-fi? All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, no. What were you going to say? I, I haven't I looked at the card yet. If you want, I to didn't have card. a I didn't have a preference yet, so that's that's okay. perfectly fine. I'll All take right, it, cool. sir. I think I think you got this. In what Jim Carrey movie is his character filmed from birth? Truman Show. Yeah, that's true. That, 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 that sounds accurate. That's true. Uh -oh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh -oh. I'd also Ooh. accept Stanley Inkis in The Mask. Uh, maybe yeah. even uh, I Love You, Philip Morris. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe they're inside a Truman Show of their own. But that, luckily, okay, I mean. the card itself uh, says The Truman Show, so I'm going to give it to you. Okay. I appreciate I appreciate that. Like that. <laughs> Congratulations. Six to five. Whew. Here we go. Taking the lead. For now. For now. We'll we'll have to see about next week. We can just tie right back up. We don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll just keep drilling away until we get to the, the last card in this deck. Yeah, then we get to start a new trivia game. We'll find we'll find what one. that will be like. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't don't fret. I, I don't know. I gotta. I gotta get. No, I'm. I'm scared. I gotta get out of here. I gotta find a way you out. You gotta escape. Please. You gotta run. Get out of that I do. room. As fast as I can. You, you know 
it's gonna happen like at the end of the game there's gonna be a champion and then like we'll get another trivia champion and then we'll have a, a tournament of champions and then we'll uh, listen to a review of escape room tournament of champions that's what I'm talking Ooh. about this weekend we play the game or we die We're lucky to get out of those escape rooms alive. I need to know that the criminals who killed the four people in front of me are held accountable. They're hiding in plain sight in the middle of Manhattan. We need to stop them. I'm in. I know this is a lot to ask, but thank you for coming with me. Do you hear that? Hey, what the hell is going on? The train is uncoupled! You've got to be kidding me. So, uh, uh, I feel like two years ago there was a movie that came out called Escape Room. Uh, spoiler alert, two characters survived that movie at the end. And then they set up a sequel, and this, uh, those two characters uh, find out what they believe is the location of the corporation that put them in this escape room, which was killing uh, a bunch of people. Pretty much, it's, it's an impenetrable escape room. You're supposed to die. Rich people uh, kind of bet on it. Uh, but they're like, we're going to we're going to expose these people. So they go to New York City, the Big Apple. And uh, when they're doing this, they end up getting on a subway. And uh oh, the subway is really an escape. Room. Oh, and no. With other winners of previous escape rooms from this company. Uh, and, you know, I want to poo poo on this, but I can't. It's it's good. Oh. It's uh, it's interesting. Okay. Uh, the actors uh, I pretty much have never seen before. I like the actors in the last one. Like we had a, we had a, a few noticeable people in the last one. This one we got the only noticeable people I really know are the two, possibly uh, three people from the last movie. Less than know. noticeable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, so we're pretty much some of the old stuff here. Uh, people have to escape to survive. Um, I can't spoil what happens here, Dennis, but I will say this movie acts like a TV show almost because it starts with like a recap of everything that happened at the uh, end of the uh, not even oh. the end, everything that happened in the first movie. So you don't even have That's... to see the first movie to watch. Oh, my movie. God. OK. Yeah. So thanks for wasting my time with that movie that I watched twice. So um, say, look at this. We could tell you the whole story in 20 minutes. <laughs> no, not even in 20 seconds, like maybe oh, a minute shit. and a half, maybe, maybe 120 seconds. Um, and then oh, so, good God. Know, the acting, the acting is, uh, it's, it's for the most part good. Uh, there's one actress in here who has a accent and it's kind of hard to fully understand everything she's saying. Like it took a little bit of time to like, be like, oh, I get what she say. Like, that was a little weird to me that it's like, oh, huh. They, okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, and some of some of the uh, some of the stuff's a little unbelievable. But you're watching a movie called Escape Room Tournament of Champions, so you got you got to forgive that stuff. Um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of something bad about this movie besides that. But honestly, I think that's pretty much it. Um, a little bit of the writing is on the on the wall. It's like on the nose, but. Hey, what do you want? Okay. You're watching a, a, a middle grade horror movie, and uh, the, if you know you're getting into that, you're gonna enjoy it for what it is. Uh, okay, give, nice. Uh, this is a terrible overview here, but I don't want to tread water. Uh, I'm gonna give Escape Room Tournament of Champions mm, two and a half slices of toast. Uh, if oh, you nice. watch the All first right. one, 
definitely uh, definitely watch this. I will say the end really brings the movie together, and the end saves it a lot for me. Like, I liked the beginning. The middle was good, but the end was superb. And uh, will they have the third one? I don't know. If they do, I'll check it out, and uh, hopefully I'll enjoy it. I, I hope yeah. so, too, sir. I, it's like these kinds of uh, high-concept horror movies are always kind of fun. Just, you got to find out whether or not you want to invest into them. Or, so that's yeah. it's, it's like an interesting ride. I think so. A song, but you know, like... Yeah. I, honestly, at one point, like I was telling my girlfriend about like what happens at the very end of this. And she's like, so uh, they're, they're, they're going down the saw route. I'm like, eh, in a way, in a way, no. But yeah, eh, this this is akin to saw in a, in a few ways. No spoilers okay. here. Yeah. But uh, I also watched. Do you mind if I give another one? Another review? Oh, please do. As long as you don't have to search the planet, moon, and stars for where where to watch this one. No, no, you just gotta go to a cinema near you or to HBO Max. I'm talking about the highly anticipated. Well, I guess maybe not to most people, but to me, it was highly anticipated. Space Jam: A New Legacy. Basketball camp is next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. It's not what I want, Dad. You never let me do what I want to do. You never let me just do me. Hold up. Wrong floor. Bet Will Smith ain't got to deal with this. Dad! Stop! What in the Matrix hell? Welcome to the space. So, as we know in the last movie, Michael ja- Michael Jackson. Could you imagine what, what Space Jam would have been like if Michael Jackson was playing basketball with the Looney Tunes? <laughs> that would have been an interesting film. But oh, Bill Murray is still in it. Oh, oh, I hope so. He better be Bill Murray. Not even, not even. You just bring me a little Wayne Knight, and I'm good. Wayne say, Knight, speaking of Wayne Knight, yeah. <laughs> did, he, did Wayne Knight make an appearance? No, but I will say uh, oh. in this movie. There is a Bill Murray appearance. Not in the way you might imagine, but still there. Um, Anywho, so as you know, uh, back in the early 90s, late 90s, I don't know. It's been time, like 20-something years. uh, Space Jam, Michael Jordan's pulled into the tomb world. He helps the Looney Tunes save the universe from these evil aliens called them Moonstars. Monsters. Yeah, Monsters. you know, I can never get them right, and I love those guys. Uh, and this one, it's a little bit different. It's it's years later. That all happened, whatnot. And uh, now Warner Brothers has an AI system, uh, an algorithm, so to say, who is pretty much everyone's favorite sidekick of fucking Iron Man, Mr. Rhodey himself, Mr. fucking Emmy Award nominated fucking actor Don Cheadle. Uh, we, yeah. we didn't talk about that. He, he was an nominated for an award in fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. Kudos oh, to him, shit. sir. Yeah, so he is an algorithm inside Warner Brothers, and he realizes, oh, people love LeBron James. He's like a king. Let's get him to come. We, we got to put him in our movies. So he kind of hacks into the the email of Warner Brothers, and there's a cameo by... All right, I'm, I'm getting in too far, so uh, I, I don't want to do that to you. So pretty much... Uh, Warner Brothers invites uh, LeBron James to come and they pitch him. They're like, we want to just do a, a scan of you. We can put you in our movies. You don't even need to be here. We just need you and your voice and we'll, we'll give you all this money. And he's like, that's the dumbest thing I hear. Uh, I've ever heard. Like, 
basketball players being actors that never works out and it's like oh yeah you're meta now movie cool Uh-oh. and uh, ideally he 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 says that's the dumbest thing ever and then the algorithm gets mad and uh we're also have a little father-son issue here uh his youngest son doesn't want to play basketball he wants to play video games he wants to make video games he made a basketball video game but it crashed and his dad's like you have my blood you must play basketball and yet you'll come to warner brothers with me for some reason for this high meet high-end meeting i have and uh he tells his dad i'm not going to basketball camp and then he storms out of the room and then lebron runs after him and then somehow bam don Cheadle's alive in real life and he kidnaps the kid and then he tells lebron hey man you gotta play me in basketball or or you'll never see your kid again Ah, i'm a villain but the kid doesn't know any of this kid thinks that this guy's cool and whatnot but he's like i'm gonna send you to tune world or something like that so he goes to the world of looney tunes and all the looney tunes are gone and now the only one there is a drunk bugs bunny at a saloon and uh ideally it's yeah yeah Bugs Bunny's like drunk at a saloon. So I uh, pretty much the AI gave all the Looney Tunes options to go to other movies and other universes in in the WB whatnot. So there's a montage of pretty much. All right. LeBron's getting the Looney Tunes together to play a basketball game. He gets the band back together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we go through different movies and shows and whatnot. Uh, Everybody that is popular in WB somehow ends up here. We even get Rick and Morty in there. Uh, And it's like, (laughs) they're not even playing basketball until, I want to say, maybe like an hour into the movie, give or take. And they're not even playing basketball. They're playing a version of basketball that the son made on his video game. The son's video game comes to life. And it's more like kind of like uh, kind of like NF- N- N- NFL Blitz. It's kind of like one of those games where okay. it's like you get stopped. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got to play the game, right? And none of it makes any fucking sense. And then like all these people. Oh, my God. I I don't even know where to go with this. This sounds pretty fucking rough, man. This sounds pretty and, rough. And so it's like, all right. So if you lose this. You're you're stuck here in our in our in our world and the Looney Tunes will be deleted and they'll never exist ever again. And uh, and so, yeah, it's pretty much uh, LeBron's trying to be a leader and like coach the gang, but they're all doing their best, giving it their full effort and they're letting them down. They're getting their asses kicked and LeBron has to learn how to be compassionate towards others and the acting, the acting, man. Oh, it's something. And by something, Mm. I mean. Not something I really enjoyed. The only actor I liked in this was Don (laughs) Cheadle. Don Cheadle was a villainous son of a bitch. I felt like he was in his own movie and he was owning this. And uh, I don't know. I loved loved LeBron James in the movie Trainwreck, the Amy Poehler. uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Amy Schumer movie directed by... uh, Yeah, directed by Apatow. I loved him. I'm like, this guy's hilarious, man. He should be in more movies. And like, he, he was himself in that movie. So he's himself in this movie. But it's just like... Uh, it just didn't didn't work for me, man. I I, I was too larger than life. Yeah, and like in 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 the game, like people are transported to the game from other worlds and whatnot, from our world, and then from all the different galaxies and the Warner Brothers universe. So you're seeing like the mask. You're seeing the uh, the 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 bag ice king and whatnot from Lord of the Rings. You're seeing Agent Smith. Oh, you're seeing all these people in bad outfits of like other Warner Brothers properties. They couldn't even get the actual characters from Warner. They get people who are like their stand-ins here, and it's like this is. I don't know. Well, you know, the the fact of the matter is I'm 
I'm not the age range that this this is made for. And I know a lot of people might disagree with me saying this is not a great movie, in my opinion. But uh, if you go back and look at the first one, it's not really that great. It's great for what it was when we were kids. And it, it still holds up to that nostalgia. But I feel like this one was just kind of a, a money grab. There were some funny jokes in there. I don't want to spoil it. But there was a there was a funny joke for for Michael Jordan being in there. And uh, oh, nice. Yeah. And so the way they end this movie, if they made this movie like if they if they cut out all the shit that we saw in the movie and just made the end of the movie and made that a movie, that would be fantastic. I don't want to spoil it, but it's a great ending. And I'm like, I want to see that fucking movie, but I don't think I'll ever see that movie. Um, so I'm going to give Space Jam a new legacy. One and a half slices of toast. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I, I feel bad. I feel bad because, I mean, I get I get it. It's, I don't know, I've seen people give it bad reviews. I've seen people give it good reviews, and I I, I skewed to the bad ones. I don't know. Do you get any yeah. questions? I, you didn't even watch the movie, so I, I, I have anything you... Um, I know uh, what's, something that I can recall from the first film that I was curious about in the second one is that a good chunk of the plot of the first one is that the strength of the villains came from real NBA talent. So it wasn't just Michael Jordan we saw in the movie. We actually saw several other real NBA players. Mm -hmm. And it was that whole point of like their actual talent was like drained from them and given to their enemies. Now, did we see any other and like many other NBA players in this movie or is it all just LeBron and then maybe a little Michael Jordan? Uh, it's it's all pretty much LeBron. The villains, the bad guys that they're playing against, aren't even basketball stars. They're creatures. They're uh, from the boys' video game. They're like a snake that plays basketball, a spider that plays basketball, a robot version of what I believe was LeBron. So it's not even yeah. It's just like AI characters essentially. Okay. And uh, okay. yeah, and and the animation is not that stellar. Like I don't know. Yeah. Damn. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, yeah. it made money, so. Good on Warner Brothers, man. I'm happy for him. (laughs) Man. Well, maybe a lesson will be learned. Sometimes you just got to, you know, let certain franchises go. You know, just leave it in the past. (laughs) Never let it go. I don't know. Dennis, I I hear you watched something this week on HBO Max. I did. This, This is a film that just dropped on their platform, although it technically released in 2020. I am talking about... Let me go. Don't start what you can't finish. You're going with me or without me? I saw exactly what I've always felt about Donnie Wee Boy. And I saw that girl can't protect her child. Margaret Jimmy's her boy. He's your grandson. We're trying to locate a Donnie Wee boy. He married our son's widow. Got our grandson with him. You let it be known you're looking for a wee boy. I'll find you. We thought we'd see Jimmy since we're in the neighborhood. Since you're in the neighborhood. Go careful. So this is a film starring uh, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane, and my God, do they give stellar performances in this film? I, uh, they they play um, the 
parents to their their son who's uh, lives in their home with his wife and their child. They work on a ranch where they break horses together. And the movie starts off, there is a horrible, horrible, tragic accident. There, They had this particularly stern horse that was would act up once in a while that uh, bucked their son off while he's quite a distance away. And he fell, hit his head on a rock, and died. So they're, oh. within a couple of years, their, their daughter-in-law, she remarries, so she's no longer a, just a widower, and tries to move out of the house. And not long after moving out, uh, Diane Lane's character, her mother-in-law, former mother-in-law now, um, sees her walking down the street with her grandson and her new husband. And her grandson, they're, they're all eating ice cream together. It's this very picturesque scene. Uh, the grandson's mm. ice cream falls off the top of the cone. The, the stepfather turns around and starts laughing at him. The, the mother gets, gets concerned. He yanks her off of him, like starts yelling at her about, don't baby the boy. The boy starts getting upset, starts smacking the kid, smacks the mother a couple oh. times, and then throws their ice cream or like throws her ice cream to the ground. He throws his like it's this vicious scene. You could day and lean so taken aback. This is, this is one of my issues is why she didn't just jump out of the car right there and just start laying into him in that moment. I don't really understand, but maybe it speaks to the time. This does take place. The film starts off in 1961. By the time we get to this point of the this incident, it's we guess it's about sixty three, sixty four. It's it's been two or three years. Um, the still this kid is still very very young, maybe a toddler. And uh, after this event, she goes to tell her husband. She's packed up the he, he's coming home from whatever he's been for the day. Uh, he's act, he's technically a retired sheriff, so. I'm actually not sure what he does during the day. Something animal related, but um, drinking. Yeah, well, that, that does occur in a couple of scenes. That that is a thing. He carries around a, a fifth of whiskey in his pocket through about half the movie. Um, and when when they go to confront her to try to make sure that their grandson is okay, they find out they've left the apartment that they were living in. They packed everything up the night before and left before daybreak. So they're off. They've set off out on the road to go find him. They're going to go track him down and make sure that their grandson is safe. Uh, come to find out, there's this... He's gone back to live with his his family, the Wee Boys, and they have this ranch in... I in, I forget which state it's supposed to be, but it's, it's way out in the sticks. There isn't even a road that leads to the house. Uh, by the time we get here, we've clearly established... These are not friendly people. These are not people you want to associate with. They're known in town. It's like, don't fuck with them because they'll come and fuck with you kind of people. Uh, one of the one of the main um, wee boy kids, their uncle is played by Jeffrey Donovan, uh, Bill wee boy. He's mean son of a bitch. I, like, he does a great brooding just... Uh, Jeffrey Donovan's just fantastic in everything. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just he he has that where... He can have a smile on his face, but you can just see that layer of evil underneath him. And you, there's, he's not doing anything quite outright right off the bat that puts you off. It's just this tone he carries. He's just so damn good at it. Um, he, mm. It's great chemistry on screen uh, across every character. The film was shot beautifully. I mean, it's like every frame of this thing is solid. And um, it's although it's a little bit of a slow burn, it moves really good. At 114 minutes, I feel like it didn't feel like it was as long as it was. It, uh, 
just because there was always something interesting on screen, there was a character always telling a story, there's always something moving it forward without it feeling like it was dragging. Um, and now, my, my wife and I are fans of the TV series Yellowstone that Kevin Costner also stars in. Definitely got some vibes of that in there, where it's kind of like the... He still gets to ride a horse, I guess, but he it's this darking, dark-edged, brooding drama where the surface, you can kind of pretend it's this cowboy thing. That really has nothing to do with the story. That's just the setting. That's just the backdrop for the character. But he embraces it. The, a whole cast does. It, like I said, as multiple times, it looks beautiful. It really, really felt awesome. Um, the the woman that played the, the mother of the Wee Boys, uh, Leslie Manville, she was fantastic. God, she was evil. It's so, <laughs> so good. And the last scenes of the movie was so, so awesome. I thought it closed on a great note. Um, I saw in the credits afterwards that it is based on a novel by the same title, uh, written by Larry Watson. I'm very curious to see how that novel would read. This this film, I've said it uh, other films in the past, it felt like it came from a book. This one didn't really give hit me with that nearly as much. It was much more on its in its own language, I guess. It, it embraced that fact that it was its own movie. I, I, nice. I feel like I have to say. I didn't feel like I was getting it straight out of a book. Um, I would have to give uh, Let Me Go three and a half slices. Um, I, that was with a little hesitation other than just I can't think of any reason to knock it down. Like it's It was just a really solid, intense thriller. I liked this, um, you know, when you're trying to help someone in this type of situation, how far do you take it? Like it's the, the, the question gets raised of uh, how far is too far, I guess. And uh, we, we go there, we find it. <laughs> it's a great flick, great flick. Yeah, not bad. Uh, talking about like movies being based off of books and stuff. I watched something that's based off of. Well, I guess you could say comics and stuff, but I'm talking something that's based off of a toy. I'm talking about G.I. Joe. I saw Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. trouble someone is this man betrayed our trust do it you saved my life we are going home i don't have a home not yours mine I can't change your past, but I can offer you a purpose. So uh, this movie is an origin story of everyone's favorite character, Snake Eyes. And there's a few other characters from the G.I. Joe franchise and world. But uh, yeah, so this starts off, we see Snake Eyes, his dad and him are kind of at a safe house. He, he's like, Dad, what's the safe house? Why are we at a safe house in the middle of nowhere? And then in the night, his dad's like, go and hide. And then like some guy comes and kills his dad and 
he barely escapes and like then we see him years later he's kind of fighting uh he he's he, he roams the land as a fighter and he's trying to find the guy who killed his dad and uh then this yakuza guy comes in he's like hey you come work for me i'll find the guy who killed your dad and he's like oh i guess i'll do it and then like <laughs> later on he's he's doing some stuff and the yakuza guy's like hey this guy fucked fucked me over i want you to kill him and like he's like i can't kill him and so like then snake eyes and storm shadow is the guy that was gonna get killed they fucking flee they they get away from these yakuza might i say they make the Yakuza look like a fucking video game or like just your stereotypical bullshit. It's all these like Japanese guys wearing suits and sunglasses with like swords and newsies. And it's like, come on, guys. Of course. The Yakuza doesn't have to look just like that. And then we go to Japan, which is beautiful. And we see some people wearing like ninja style get up. And it's like, come on, guys. And then we see people wearing <laughs> other garb and stuff. Um, and we pretty much find out that like Storm Shadow he is a member of this royal family who like is protecting this sacred uh gem or some some power from evil and the guy the yakuza no. guy is uh, storm shadow's cousin and he wants to get the gem and uh they're like hey snake eyes you saved my life we're gonna make you a member of our crew and i want someone i can trust someone like you and he has to pass these three challenges before he can become that that member of their their family and that 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 clan and uh it's just all watching that and like there's some stuff that some conflicting stuff that's going on with snake eyes uh and there's a lot of action and, and adventure and intrigue and it's is over the top and it's crazy it's uh directed by the guy that did the red movies and uh okay by the guy that okay. did the, the the huntsman movies and beauty and the beast and it's it's kind of all over the place but it's it's fun it's it's enjoyable i didn't like the first gi joe movie i kind of like the second one but this this i mean they're rebooting the whole franchise in a way and it's beautiful, okay and it's fun it's action-packed it's it's stylized the action is top-notch the acting's pretty darn good and uh yeah i'm excited to Should, see more gi joe oregon oregon's gi <laughs> joe oregon's uh hopefully not too many spilled out among uh among the the ruins uh, um so do we get much of the chan man is it is there no, no chan man no Chan Man, no Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> I don't even know if these guys exist in this universe yet. Um, yeah, no, I wish. I wish. But um, So I don't know if this is actually going to be like an origin story that leads up to that or if this is creating its own new universe. I believe this I is was setting up say, a whole new universe. It's like, do, who, now, I don't remember checking the box for asking for another G.I. Joe movie. No, so I was curious... Who is this for? Like um, the old, is this for the hardcore, the old cartoon fans grown up now? We need a movie to take our kid to, <laughs> or is this introducing I, a whole new audience? I think it's a 50 50 split. I think they're trying to get the nostalgia wave of like the kids who grew up playing G.I. Joe and watching G.I. Joe and reading G.I. Joe comics and whatnot. And I think it's definitely trying to get a new group of kids into it and i'm excited to see if they release some new gi joe toys in the vein of the old gi joe those are cool yeah i gotta admit yeah. those are still badass <laughs> yeah so i i don't know who it's for but i mean it worked for me because i wasn't dying at the jumping at the nips to get this movie but uh boy i enjoyed it yeah yeah jumping at the nips i'm keeping that alive man. that's right do it live Call it breathe back it. To a previous Life episode it. so in conclusion i give snake eyes Three and a half slices of toast. Book. Check it out, kids. I was not expecting that, man. I gotta be no, honest. No. 
And I, I wasn't expecting it either. I went into the theater expecting, mm, I'll give a two slicer to this probably. But no, I did not. Awesome. I enjoyed okay. it a lot. I, yeah. Hey, you I'm know, at worst, if you just get like a badass action movie, like how bad would that be? No, you not know? bad at all. Nice. Um, yeah. And then I have one more movie, if you don't mind. Hit me. All right. So I have the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Oh, um, fucking awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, yeah. Ex- I'm excited for this one. I, I can't no, wait no, to no. see this. No kids allowed on the beach? What? I'm not sure. Oh, no. Oh, no. We never leave each other. Nothing separates us. Are we there yet? You said five minutes. Technically, it's been more than five minutes. Let's just all start slowing down. Wow. You believe I found this online? I guess it's not that secret a beast. Whoa. Who would leave this? From the hotel! They're so rusted! What's happening? Found stuff from the hotel in the sand. So this is about, I mean, I can give you the nitty gritty, but overall it's about these uh, a group of people who are from a resort. Uh, they all been shuttled to this like private reserve, a private beach. And uh, they're told, hey, we'll come pick you up at five or you can give us a call whenever you're ready to go. And they notice things aren't exactly what they appear to be in the after a couple of minutes of being there. Like People are aging rapidly. People are getting sick. People are going crazy. Uh, I want to get into the nitty gritty and tell you everything that happens, but that would ruin the fun, I think. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Intrigued. Uh, and Intrigued. I, will, I will say there's, of course, an M. Night Shyamalan style Hitchcockian cameo. Uh, he Ooh. plays the van shuttle driver who drops everyone <laughs> off at this private Awesome. Area. Awesome. Yeah. You Love need it. that. You need him in there. keep that um, alive. I, it's like I, I, I have. Yeah, he's, he's got to be there. <laughs> now, I will say the acting in this film, there's some phenomenal acting and there's some less than stellar acting. Uh, the writing, the writing is like kind of on the nose, but it's also okay. not a bad thing. Because the story and what they're doing here and the drama and the suspense and the thrilling stakes that are happening here, that's what really drives you into this movie. That's what keeps you on the edge of your seat this whole time. And, oh, man, I you don't know what's going to happen next. It's you can't you can't. It's just like he's like, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to throw some stuff out there. And what happens happens. And boy, does it happen. And it happens fast. It happens hard. I didn't want this movie to end, um, but it did end, of course, because how else would I be here talking to you? And that'd be ridiculous. If the movie just <laughs> I'm never still ended. watching it now <laughs> at the now, movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 My same Sorry. group of friends who uh, who apparently don't listen to the show, and that's cool. Uh, I, I was talking to them about this movie. They're like, "What's the what's the twist at the end of the movie?" And I thought about it. I'm like, "There's technically a twist here and there, but to be honest, it's not really a twist. It's more like a here's here's an explanation of everything." And it's like, 
Okay. Oh, right. so no, so no Shyamalan twist, huh? No, I don't. In my eyes, it's not. But I mean, in his eyes, they do have this whole big reveal and stuff. And I guess it's considered a twist. But I, I like to okay. say it's just a day noir. Day no, day no twist. I don't fucking know. I like to say it's just a nice cap at the end of the movie. Uh, there's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, this movie was fun. It was riveting. It kept me in suspense. It kept me on the edge of my seat. Nice. It, it, it didn't drag to me. Um, and it was just, it was, it was, and it was under two hours. And like I said, I could have watched another half an hour of this. I could have watched like a two and a half Damn. hour movie of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give old three slices of toast. If oh, the awesome. acting was a little bit better and, and the writing wasn't as on the nose, I'd give it probably four. But hey, overall, I liked it. And I'm not a giant M. Night fan. I like maybe a handful of his stuff. But this, I think, is a return to form for him. We'll oh, see. badass. Oh, I'm excited to hear that, dude. That's that's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. It's the old M. Night we need. Mm-hmm. Not the one that we get very often. <laughs> what? It's not the one we deserve. It's the one we get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, Dennis. Um, yes, sir. I assume you got a little bad batch talk oh. coming up. Oh, it's brewing. And, uh, in fact, it's, it's, it's arrived. It's, oh. it's, it's a little ishy. Times have changed. Things were clearer when we were just soldiers. Why aren't you fighting for the Empire? We're different. Uh, priorities have shifted. Good thing you met me then. You make money, I make money. I guess we're in. In the end, we all choose sides. I, I will say, that sounds... Oh is, is that strange? That's because that episode 13 of Star Wars The Bad Batch is titled Infested. Uh-oh. Well, folks, this uh, this last week, uh, we definitely had had some twists and turns. Um, after what seemed like a pretty formulaic intro to the episode, I got to be honest, this one wasn't my, it wasn't the sharpest. It was nice to have this this moment. And uh, I, I love the character Sid, uh, voiced by Rhea Perlman, for those of you who hadn't caught it yet. Um this one's all about her, though. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. We see the boys getting back from a mission with uh, uh, the... They were really kind of vaguely referencing the last couple of episodes, but it seems some time has passed. What we weren't expecting is that upon return to the, the bar, the cantina, uh, our, our friend is not there. Sid, Sid is not present. In fact, and another character entirely who's working for a different, um, a different crime organization has, has taken her seat and it's like, this is my bar now. Get out. <laughs> this isn't your hangout anymore. On their way out, Sid stops them, calls them over. It's like, hey, um, turns out I might have swindled this guy and stolen a shipment of spice. And we need to steal it back out of my office to make him look bad. So he gets to be the one, you know, he gets to be the one chased by the crime organization and not me. It becomes this whole deal where they're trying to steal it, uh, they're trying to steal the spice out of her own office. But in order to get there, they have to take this hand pump, like minecart, through a tunnel infested with these crazy, like lo giant locust bug things that can just shred you apart in an instant. And they like swarm like a tornado. Like it's this terrifying sight. It is. It was crazy. Um, 
Except on the way back out of the tunnel, of course they stir up the the, the nest and they are chased out before they chased out after dropping all of the spice shipment in this cave. Uh, on their way out, though, they're caught by the guy, and he's like, "All right, you know, I can't just let you. I saw what you're trying to do." Um, the 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 people who were owed the spice show up. The, the actual crime organization show up, and they're just like, "You need to give us our spice back, or we're gonna, we're, you know, we're gonna do bad shit. We're known for doing evil things." They take Omega and are like, "We'll give we'll give the kid back when you give us our drugs back." So they have to bust this whole mission, and Sid decides to roll with them because she's like, "The only reason why Omega is in trouble is because of me." So I feel I have to I have to carry you know, carry my weight too, do my part. So Sid gets to be a badass, uh, seeing this old trend ocean roll with them was kind of cool. And then you, you, what's interesting is seeing her strength, uh, wrecker, his arms are dead by the time they get the mine cart back to the location. She's just like, come on. And just starts giving him shit and just hops out of that mine cart and just keeps trucking along like nobody's business. And it, I think it just says something about the trend ocean strength. It's got nothing, you know, Humans, even clone-modified humans, got nothing on a trained ocean. Um, well, of course, you know, we're going we're gonna to save the day. We're going we're gonna to get uh, Omega back, which is kind of why, like, this whole episode was kind of a wash for me. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. We didn't really, like, build up any more of the lore other than solidifying the relationship that Sid has with the Bad Batchers and that she isn't just going to leave him hanging. She actually has a heart. She, has, she cares for these guys, even if she gives them shit all the time, even if she's making fun of them all the time, like always gives them backhanded compliments and stuff. It's just her means of affection, I guess. And it's really highlighted here. She finally like shakes that off. Um, but we're just back to business as usual. So on to next week's episode. Hopefully it picks up a little bit. I have to say that this one is easily my least favorite episode so far, but that's not saying much, you know. Giving an A minus isn't that like so much worse than an A plus? Well, I mean they can't all be A plus episodes, so I mean that's good to hear. It's still in the realm of an A or a B. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe B plus. How about that? Let's be honest. I'll take it down to a B plus. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be upfront. I'm I'm always very generous with the Star Wars reviewed things, but uh, this one I can be upfront. It was like oh, wasn't the sharpest. Wasn't the sharpest. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, it's not all. It's not always going to be for all time. Always, it's going to be a little bit here and there. It's spotty. It's a tracker. That's right. We we got to we got to jump around uh, a dimension or two. I think. Yeah. Kind of like a multiverse of sorts. Wow! You want to the season finale of Loki episode? Oh. episode? oh, episode. Well, yeah, episode six. Yes. For all time, always. Always. Yeah. We have a saying in Asgard, where there are wolf's ears, wolf's teeth are near. It's a trap. He's lying. Just playing games. Add me for a sec, Loki. My ears are sharp, too. That was a good. I, I loved the title too. That was that was awesome, man. And it's like it feels like it just started, but we are already there at the end. But mm -hmm. I'm glad we we kept it tidy. We didn't yeah. run all over the place. I think lessons were learned after the first series rolled through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I uh, high stakes. 
we we've uh, we're, we're we're reaching the end. Obviously, we've re- we've found the end. We found the end of the world. The citadel at the end of time. We found he who remains. And to get to actually meet Miss Minutes in person, quote, quote unquote, I guess. Like, yeah, that was kind of neat. I like seeing this, like, not physical embodiment, but, you know, this is this would be like the Miss Minutes, I, I guess. Mm, <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as we said earlier, we're going to spoil this episode because it's, it was fun. Ideally, Spoilers. Sophie and Loki sit down with the person who had created the TVA uh, and they find out why he did what he did. Uh, Loki kind of believes him. Sylvie doesn't fully believe him. And uh, this guy's a character, man. He 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 doesn't seem like he's nefarious. Seems like he's kind of oh, honest. Yeah. And uh, he seems like he's just fed up with doing what he's doing. And he's, he could go either way. Kill him. Don't kill him. He doesn't care. He'll redo what he has to do later. That, yeah. Um, the laying out the plan of like, I found I could connect with this, uh, she had to harness the power of this creature and it's just going to lie in wait to anyone who tries to go beyond and create any new timeline branches. If you try to go to the end of the timeline, this thing will just fucking eat you. Um, Mm -hmm. great idea until he finally got to the people who could get past (laughs) this giant creature yeah. this giant model of a beast oh and and uh we finally get that hot steamy loki on loki kiss that nobody mm. was asking for but everyone and knew it was gonna happen oh of course of course so uh i i i don't i mean i don't want to say i don't want to spoil things because we totally have and are um but yeah so ideally what uh with this guy who I want to believe, and I, I'm pretty sure is Kang the Conqueror. Uh, he, he says that, hey, back in the day, we found out that interdimensional travel was possible, and things were working pretty good until someone got a little greedy, wanted to control other timelines, and this and that, and that's why the TVA was made, and uh, I'm keeping that all nice and tidy so that doesn't happen again. You want to kill me, you're going to undo everything I did, and it's going to open up a shitstorm. Yes, and uh, all the other variants of him are going to start fucking shit up like it's i i liked that his very blunt and honest it took me everything to get to this point and i liked that we actually got to go along for the ride for a minute and it was like mm-hmm. the, the um the, this is going to be tough if you decided it took me all of this effort in order to get to this point and you see everything i've done do you think you could do it too like it's, it's it's this I loved that very blunt conversation and he even was fully aware like yeah you probably will kill me I totally get why yeah. and it's like but mm-hmm. I'm just asking you not to you know it's like, he's even like I know everything you've done and I know everything you will do kind of like when we first get to the TVA and Loki has to sign paperwork uh, like signing away <laughs> so he has said everything we every, get that every here, phrase right? he's ever said I love that then kept adding the new pages <laughs> are you serious what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, oh, it's a good callback. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, so ideally, we see like a, a big, big bad thing happen in the timeline. And it's funny. I uh, Someone pointed out a video. They sunk up uh, the episode of this and WandaVision at this one point, same point on the timeline as Wanda is fighting fucking uh, Agatha. 
uh, when she's having that big battle in the finale of that show. That's exactly the same point where you're seeing like the galaxy shattering oh. that's happening. So interesting. I think it's kind of, yeah, kind of cool and interesting how that happened to sync up. That's Who knows cool. That's oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Good. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's a cool catch. Oh, yeah. It, it was. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty, pretty intense. Um, so needless to say, uh, Sylvie sends Loki back to the TVA and she kills this 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 fella. Yes. And Loki goes back and he wants to help. He, he finds his old buddy Mobius and uh, and all those guys. And uh, um, what happens next? That, uh, Mobius doesn't recognize Loki because I, whether whether it's they are from a different universe or when the multiverse like was shattered slash created, it wiped their the past version. Maybe killing uh, he who remained also wiped this iteration of the, uh, you know, the, the holy timeline there. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm wondering if that, that ties together. That's why they, they can't remember. Oh, what, what are you an agent? What department do you work for? I love that interaction. Just It's almost heartbreaking because it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. after everything they went through and now all of that's been wiped clean. But, you know, Loki still is going to do whatever he has to do in order to Oh, to help yeah. them to, to assist in what's going on because he knows what's coming and he wants to fucking face it down, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. Now that he's aware of his future, what I mean, he embraces it. He gets to advance advance past it, I suppose. He could outlive the ending by one of with one of his other variants, I'm sure. Yeah, and at this point, I think he, he's more about doing whatever it takes and doing the right thing and not being like all the other Loki and defying what a Loki really is known for. That's but true. I don't know. We got another. We got more movies to hopefully see him in, and they verified at the end of this, Loki will return in the second season of Loki. Yes. So, now, interesting, I read an article. Uh, apparently, the showrunner is not coming back. The showrunner was initially... They never planned to do a second season. I think they decided later on, so they're bringing someone else in. So will that hurt or help the show? Or maybe not the showrunner. Maybe it's the director of all the episodes. Either way, whoever was at the top of the show, they didn't even know there was going to be a second season. So it should be intriguing to see where it goes next. Yeah, exactly. I it, It's one of those, it, it, I hope, which is what I was going with before, is I just hope any more of the show then doesn't suck because we now felt like we had to make it because of the audience mm-hmm. response and said, it's like, you did such a good job that first time. Don't, don't try to give us more of the same. Give us yeah. this bold journey. It needs to be this intense though. Like I think more of the TBA isn't going to do it for a whole season. Like, oh my God. Yes. Like cop in like Miami or something. It's like an 80s sitcom. Oh, like, I just, I just kind of hope he's like a sea uh, dealer. Like, he he works at like a fucking sales lot next to a oh one of the a lake or something. I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that show, man. You could do so much with 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 the next season. I mean, of course that that won't happen, but boy, would that be exciting to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to talk about on this? I mean, I, I apologize. I know that was a, a solid series. I have to say, I think it was my favorite of the uh, Marvels. Uh, my favorite of the MCU series so far. It's oh, the, it, was sure. the, it was the most well done, the best acted. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, even even having said all that, that's why I'm a little apprehensive of getting more because it was so good. Let's not ruin a good thing. But uh, I mean, I'm going to give 
I'm gonna give the whole season one a solid three and a half slices. I, I'd say I'd agree with that. Yeah, heck yeah. Nice. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, three and a half. Let's do it. Slam that toaster down. Oh man, we're only a few weeks away. August 11th, we're gonna get the animated MCU show. What if? Ooh, I'm I'm jazzed. That'll be cool. That show. Yeah, me too. I, I am too. <laughs> that should be fun. Yeah. Uh, however, I do have another uh, TV show related sh- show to talk about. If that's cool. Oh, sh- we're we're living on the Disney Plus. I think that's where this last one comes from as well. Yes, sir. Uh, a few episodes back, and maybe about 10, 15 episodes ago, I reviewed a little movie called Turn Hooch. God damn it, I did it again. Hooch, <laughs> Turn and Hooch. I don't know why I can't say it. Who's blowing up your phone? Oh, uh, my mom. Yeah. Call her when I get home. You're not giving her any grandbabies. Say the word, I'll set you up. I got cousins. Yeah, I've met your cousins. They're lovely. Maybe after I make chief. Hey, Scotty. This is huge. There's food, at least some toys. This one's his favorite. Mr. Horsey. What are you talking about? Did mom call you? Your father wanted you to have Hooch. He rescued him from the shelter. He said it was almost like the original Hooch came back. I can't take care of him. I'm working all the time, and I, I'm just still trying to prove myself here, mom. Come on. You're going to love him. Come no. on, no. Hooch! No. No. Sit, sit, sit. This, this show that I watched is the continuation of Turner and Hooch. However, it's not what we remember from back in the day, uh, as I might have said back in the day. Uh, Hooch died at the end of that film. But there was more dogs, and Tom Hanks is in love. and So this picks up years later with Tom Hanks' son, just like him. Almost the same intro to the movie. He's a neat freak, uh, played by Josh Peck. I believe that's his name from Drake and Josh. Yes, sir. I'm just going to say, yeah, he looks he looks yes, completely yeah. different. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's good on him, man. He's having fun. He's owning this role. And uh, we find out that Tom Hanks, his character, uh, had a heart attack and died. Uh, but before he died, oh. he adopted this dog who looked just like his old partner. And uh, he wanted it to be his son's forever dog. He, uh, he, he realized that his life changed. And thanks to this, like, dog that completely came in like a Tasmanian devil and destroyed his life. It really embraced his life and made him a better man and gave him a family and, and, and okay. changed his life. So he wanted that same thing for his son. And his son's like, fuck this. Um, I yeah. don't want a dog. By the end of the episode, you know what happens, people. Uh, now, the, the thing I was most intrigued by, uh, my, my one of my favorite actors of all time, I say that and I only really know him from one thing. Mr. Reginald Bell Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew it. Winslow himself is reprising his role in this show. However, ladies and gentlemen, he is not in the pilot episode, so that means I'm going to have to keep watching the show. But I will say, oh. uh, the show, it's weird. It has the vibe of the movie, but it's a little bit different. Uh, it kind of looks a little stylized. It looks like, oh, yeah, this was made for TV in some scenes. And then other scenes, like, oh, this is really cool. I mean, there's gunplay. There's there's action and intrigue oh, for shit. Disney thing, which, which intrigues me. But I, the most interesting thing, I, at the end of the show, I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, the director of this pilot episode was one of my old bosses from an internship I had. Oh. Uh, this guy, Mick G, uh, the guy that did, like, uh, oh, yeah. the Charlie's Angels and the Terminator. 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 Uh, so. And the recent I reviewed uh, the babysitter and the babysitter uh, queen bee. Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then a guy who uh, 
crea- sh- created a show. I think is the showrunner of this and writer, uh, Matt Nix. He did the show uh, Burn Notice. So I'm like, these are oh, two man. heavy hitters coming together making a Disney show. That, that's kind of cool to me. Um, I will say the show's pretty intriguing. It's good. It's fun. It's you can watch it with the whole family. It's good for kids. It's good for adults. Uh, and the dog's adorable. <laughs> awesome. Like, that's dog. that's. I love it. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Nice yeah. man. That sounds like a fun time though. Yeah. I'm happy that Disney is really getting to play with their catalog and, and revitalize things. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that, I was not expecting that to get made, but it's good that it yeah. sounds like it's a fun ride, though. I, so far, I'm going to keep at it, I think. I won't talk nice. about it on the show, of course, but uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it, and I hope you guys give it a shot. Wait, at the very least, I hope you come back when you've uh, finished the season. Let us know what oh, you thought. Well. Heck yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully at the end, it's not like uh, Hooch comes and he's like, ah, rough, rough, rough. And he's like, who are you, dog? And I'm like, oh, my God, they redid the same thing at the end of Loki in this. <laughs> yeah, that was a Do you, are you from a different like, department? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we got no wows. We got no <laughs> wows. <laughs> the dog says it. Is going to come in. It's, uh, didn't he voice Marmalade in the Marmalade light action movie? Or Mar- Marmaduke. Mar- Mar- Marmaduke. <laughs> Marmalade. I like that though. That's a good dog. Uh, good dog name. I, I bet it's a little yeah. dog, a little lap dog. That's it's true. just marmalade. <laughs> oh, Don't man. look him in the eye. Maybe Disney is so enthralled with what he did with Mobius. They're like, you know, you can be the voice of Hooch. Yeah, that would be that would be know. great. I would love that so much. Uh, you know what I love hey, so much? So I'm a dog. This is great. <laughs> I just got to show up in my PJs and record. All right. I can't wait to tell my brother about this. It's going to be so envious. And this is him as as the dog. Like, this is dialogue in the show. He's, like, talking to Josh Beck, <laughs> saying these words. Uh, hey, man, they'd ever catch your, your old brother, uh, you know, the one who's on the run from Drake and Josh? I think he's in Mexico <laughs> nowadays. Wow, he did some bad thing to some girls. That's not cool, bro. We should go hunt him down. Can I have a dog treat? This is the this is the worst impersonation. I'm just talking, saying. You know, I things. got the nose for it. <laughs> Remember when I did Stussy and Hutch? Oh, want me to get wow. Ben Stiller in here? We'll do a night at the museum, and we'll do a little Starsky. Oh, it's gonna be great! Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, there needs to be a cat that Ben Stiller voices that they're at odds with. Uh, His he'll rival. Play Nermal. <laughs> Nermal? Now it's a Garfield crossover. Uh, yeah, hey, you gotta cross streams here. <laughs> Bill Murray might say you never cross streams, but I say you cross streams. Even though Nermal is the female cat, I think it could be gender neutral. <laughs> but it's it's like John's been murdered, and now they're still trying to decide whether or not Garfield is a is a suspect. <laughs> oh, not Beck and Meyer. He got killed. That sucks. Uh, sorry, sorry Beck and um, Brecken, Brecken Meyer. Brecken, I think so. I said Beck and I think it's Brecken. I think you're right. Brecken, Brecken. I think that brings oh, us to the folks. End, man. I think I think we found it. I think we got to the I think we got to the heel of this loaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't, know how to, didn't know how to take that. <laughs> didn't, know, didn't know what to do. I we saw it. that. I just didn't we kept know. walking. We, oh. Uh, that is a shoe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if you're talking to me or if your dog brought over a shoe. I'm intrigued. Oh no, I I was 
I was trying to yes and it did not end very well. You should learn from me. You don't always have to yes and. You really shut someone down when they say something that you don't agree with. I do it all the time, and people just think I'm an ass. So I own that. Or <laughs> like a badge. There you go. Yeah. Well, well folks, folks, if you enjoyed it, you like our banter, thanks. Uh, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, whether it be good or bad, we don't care. We just want to know what's going on. Or if you want to reach out to us personally, you can email us at Movietoast News and Reviews. Uh, send us questions, comments, concerns, uh, stuff that uh, you think we got wrong, stuff that you just want us to read on air. We'll do it because we're that desperate. Um, or you can reach out to us on social media, Twitter, uh, fucking Reddit, Discord, all at movie underscore toast. If you want to get at us on Facebook because you're an older person, uh, we're at movie toast news and reviews. If you want to watch some funky videos that we're doing, uh, it's at movie toast news and reviews over on YouTube, Dennis. Whoo, fun times. Yes. That, that didn't sound at all. That sounded like I'm making up. No, it, it really is fun on those things. You want to take part in polls? We really want to interact with you guys. Please, ladies and gentlemen. Get at us any way possible. Snail mail, you can you can send it P.O. Box. I don't know. Send your crime fighting dog over over to us to drop <laughs> us a message. Wow. That's fine too. Wow. Do you come over on the penultimate episode? Only if we get to do the uh, walk the red carpet for the Clifford movie when that comes out. Ooh. Dude, I'm actually excited for that movie. I can't wait to review it. Uh, speaking of movie uh, <laughs> premieres and whatnot, Dennis, I think we're, we we might have something like that sometimes. We've got right? a little bit of a, a little bit of a festival coming this December. If you haven't heard, if you haven't heard yet, folks, this December is Movie Toast the Festival. Check out filmfreeway.com/slash/movietoastthefestival, and you That's will cool. find us there. It is a short film festival of every category you could think of. Please don't hesitate to come check out and submit your short. That's right, your short, not mm-hmm. your feature, not your script, I mean, your short film. I mean, you could come. give it to us, but it's, you're throwing money in, into a trash can and burning it because we can't accept that. We'd love to watch your features, uh, but we just don't have time for it right now. The 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 shorts are where it's at. We we want to see your skill. Let's let's see your practiced hand at telling a quick story. We're in. We're out. We're we're excited. We're thrilled. We're chilled. You, you got to send it to us, though. We got to get mm-hmm. our eyeballs on it, and then uh, and then we'll share it with you, fine folks, all you listeners who want to show up for the festival this December. Come take part in the audience. Come watch the show as we hand out the awards. Uh, it's it, it should be a good time. An all digital <laughs> festival, okay. so everyone will be able to That's attend. Go. You answered that. Thank you. I cut you off. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now We got a real jam going down Welcome to the Space Jam Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam All right